With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Cricket from the Coat Hangers, and you're listening to Drop the Mic. My May, my daughter, I put my love into photographs. Pictures took space in my heart instead of people. This was supposed to be a date. It is a date. I love you. I love you too. I just don't understand why she couldn't tell me about her life while she was alive. Maybe she thought it would help you look at her in another way. Hey, I'm Michael Block from the Republic. I'm doing a story about your mom. How's your article coming? To be honest, I was a little distracted. So I kept running back in my mind how you might respond to me asking you for a drink. So that was you asking me? In, in my mind, it wasn't that forward. You know what I mean? It was more smoother than, than that. <laughs> I'm terrible at first date. I just don't know whether to be vulnerable, aloof, funny. Why don't you just be yourself? What? I'm wondering if it's not too early in the night to kiss you. It wasn't too early. Oh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> Please in love. This written all over your face. You look so sappy, it's embarrassing. Wanna believe what you say? Why you got your head down like you pray? Cause I might need to. What would you pray for? My patience. Willpower. I keep reading her words. Don't you want more than this? I want you. What more do you want? My mother wasn't very good at love. What if I'm just like her? How are you supposed to know if you want to spend forever with someone? I want to try to be together. It's not practical. I'm not trying to be practical. I want to be with you. I said the opposite of everything that I wanted to say. I wish I didn't leave people behind so often. I let her leave 30 years later still trying to figure that out. What would you have done differently? I would have gone after her. My mate. I wish I had put as much courage into love as I put in my work. I don't want to lose you. Because I'm afraid to love you. You don't have to be afraid. What'd y'all do when the power went out today? <laughs> Yo, she did the little sip and smile thing. like. <laughs> Welcome back to our humble podcast. It's officially a 2021 and we're all still here. This is episode 202, A Legacy Within Photography. We are your hosts, Diego Luna. What's up, guys? DJ Anaris. How's everybody doing? James Warney. Hey, hey, hey. And finally, I, uh, 
Wesley Swanson. Welcome back, guys. I hope everyone's doing well, despite um, uh, all the shitty things that continue to happen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 2020 Part 2. You know. Let's go. But um, we're trying to stay positive, and we're keeping the show pushing, so that's that's something to look forward to. Hopefully. Yeah, what's up with Discord, man? <laughs> <laughs> um, we ready for some news, gentlemen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's, Let's get do it. And now for a special news report. Brought to you by Drop the Mic. All right, James. Uh, let's see what you got for us this week. All right. Uh, so despite the huge drop from Rotten Tomatoes, uh, starting off at 90% all the way down to 61% where it's laying right now, uh, Wonder Woman 84 uh, actually did pretty good in the worldwide box office, bringing in about $85.4 million in the first weekend being released uh, in movie theaters and also bringing in a huge uh, number of new subscribers. 554,000 so I mean that's a pretty big number and uh, with those those numbers that they weren't expecting uh, they actually greenlit a uh, they actually greenlit the Wonder Woman 3 which is currently being developed right now and being worked on and Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot both coming back uh, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman and uh, Patty Jenkins gonna be capping off her trilogy for the Wonder Woman franchise and she even stated you know uh, I think last year earlier last year uh, that she would only be doing three of these and it's going to be her final one so uh, that being said what are your guys' thoughts on Wonder Woman 84 if you've seen it um, go ahead go first Diego oh no 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 go ahead dude um, well uh, Chris P and I talked a little bit about it last week, but I think I ended up cutting that out of the show because um, Jane, I knew James was going to cover it this week. So um, I got to see 1984 right on Christmas Day, and I thought it was good. Um, did it uh, surpass the, the effectiveness of the original? No. But it's got some good uh, performances in it, and it's a. I feel like it was a great. Uh, it was a great attempt. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess the only complaint was like the story, for me. Other than that, like I think Pasquale did a great job in this fucking movie. Um, his performance was was really great. Um, what else? I thought uh, the. The cheetah C- CGI was uh, not the best, man. Especially because they took a long time to to um, have this. I mean, promote this movie and then pushing it back uh, backwards uh, or moving it up more. I thought they could have done a little bit more. But then again, you know, we at least got it out. That's the most important thing, right? Yeah. And then also, uh, you know, are are we excited for a third one? I know they they've been shooting for a trilogy for a I think, while. I think, yeah, I think at this point, um, you know, I don't 
do, do you know who wrote this movie, by the way? Was it just Patty and somebody um, else? I know she co-wrote it. I, I want to say she co-wrote it. I'm not 100% sure. Um, I want to say Jeff Johns had a big part in it as well. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Um, and since he's been kind of uh, exiled almost from uh, Warner Brothers, he's not going to be a part of the third one. So she kind of has free reign to do what she wants and, and select her, her own writers for um, number three. And moving forward, I think it's going to be really unique to see the movies that are coming from uh, there are in the movie theaters also being streaming on your uh, living room as well or bedroom or anywhere. This one was okay. Uh, I would like to say that this one was I think went with like a more childish approach but I think that's fine bro. I mean look at Marvel. People are bashing this because it's not completely dark and eerie like the first one was. Um, the time setting in this one is probably what upset people the most. And even uh, it's been confirmed that um, Gal Gadot wants a basically a present time Wonder Woman movie, which would I think would totally seal the deal if they do it right um, for her third movie. But I think they're bashing this movie way too hard. They're giving it like threes out of tens, fours out of tens out there and shit. Uh, I think there's too much bashing. There is good production on this one. You could obviously tell. Uh, plot line was kind of ruined a little bit. Like, it, it went all over the place. Uh, Pedro Pascal was awesome, dude. He played a good uh, Max Lord, dude. Um, and who else? Uh, Chris Pine was fine in this, dude. He, he just played, he did his job. He had to be a uh, spoiler, some basically a fucking face off basically uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, with some but that you know I think they're quite bashing this hard but I I didn't I like this one way more than Mar Captain Marvel I haven't even watched Captain Marvel twice so you know hater ass fools over here I swear <laughs> man. doing it dude doing it Oh, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. That's what, that's my opinion. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, hey, hey, yeah she went on, she went on, uh, on record, I think, in, the last, in an interview that she did over Zoom or something, uh, saying, stating that uh, the next one is going to be present time. So, um, looking forward to that. I I'm not a big fan, um, of going kind of like prequels uh, for Wonder Woman because we are we already know where she's at. Um, but yeah, um, moving on to some more news. Uh, Zack Snyder, uh, Zack Snyder's R-rated cut of Justice League has been confirmed to uh, be releasing on HBO Max uh, March twenty fifth, two thousand twenty one. So. Uh, Get excited for that coming up in a couple of months here, guys. Um, it is going to be, I do believe it's going to be a mini series. So uh, I think it's a four part uh, series. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be a deal breaker, dude. I hope he, like, does all right for this one, man. Because the Justice League movie was really weird, dude. Like, I don't know. There was too many people in on it, I think. Well, they had already. They had already basically finished the film, um, yeah. and and then fired Zack Snyder 
and uh, hired Josh Sweden to replace him, and he did a whole bunch of reshoots. And that's why a lot of things don't. That's why a lot of scenes feel out of place. Um, he wanted to put his own touch on on characters and things like that. And and uh, and to be honest, I think he's a pretty shitty guy, uh, Josh Sweden. <laughs> Um, yeah. From everything that I've been hearing from, uh, especially Ray Fisher, um, he, he the guy seems like a scumbag. Even though he did, he did do a lot of good shows and and movies. Um, uh, maybe a lot of things are all the best stuff he's done is finally catching up to him. I don't know, but um, luckily we got the Snyder cut, and you know that it basically gets fixed and the. the Justice League that everyone has saw, seen kind of gets erased from existence. Please. Yeah. And thank you. <laughs> um, and then it looks like uh, Warner Brothers has also stated that starting in 2022, they're going to be moving forward with four high-budget DC films and two lower-budget DC films that are going to be going to HBO Max each year. Nice. Um, so, just like how we said uh, a couple of weeks ago, or how you know you said Diego, with all of these things that that uh, Disney is promising, Warner Brothers has also stated, you know, we're we're doing the same thing. We're we're bringing you basically four movie or six movies each year, um, starting in twenty two, and um, and then two direct two movies direct to uh, HBO Max, which isn't really anything uh, bad. It just means, you know, they're not going to be going into movie theaters, uh, which is mm-hmm. better for people who have HBO Max. They don't have to go there, go to the movie theaters and, and risk their life to, uh, you know, go see a movie. Um, yeah. Coronavirus is still a thing, you know, in 2022. Hopefully not. Um, Batgirl and Static Shock are rumored to be those two potential spinoff movies going directly to HBO Max. So excited for those. Can't wait. Nice. Um, yeah. Moving on to some other news, trying to get through this pretty quick, guys. Sorry, Ezra Miller. Uh, Ezra Miller's Flat, the Flash film, is going to be starting production in the UK in uh, April this year, uh, starring both Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton, which we both knew they were going to be in that. And it looks like uh, some news I just dropped earlier this week. Uh, Keaton is actually going to be taking on the role of a mentor figure. Or Ezra Miller, which we kind of already knew was going to happen. Um, it looks like Ben Affleck is either going to get kind of erased from existence or uh, killed off in the Flash movie. One or the other. Uh, nothing concrete yet on what's going to happen with his bat- version of Batman. But it looks like Keaton will be the Nick Fury of uh, the DCEU um, in the next coming films. And then, uh, Walter, yeah. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts thought on that? Do you think that's a good we're getting, thing or excited? We're getting old man, old man Bruce, bro. Yeah. We're getting Batman Beyond. That's what, that's what it feels like. Yeah. And let's do it. Race the whole timeline and say, fuck it. We're not doing that. But, uh, uh yeah, dude. Uh, I'm all for it, dude. DC needs to, I think, not step it up, but come through. Uh, that's definitely what they got to do. And hopefully they got some surprises, dude. Like the, that Flash movie is what they're leaning on. So I hope yeah. they can fix all the mess. Uh, I, I think, think that, that's what their plan is to try to. Yeah, their plan is to try to get this Flash movie going to kind of fix what they did incorrectly in the last movies. 
Um, that, and it's funny that you mentioned Batman Beyond because another rumor coming out of Warner Brothers is that Keaton will be mentoring a Batman Beyond, but will actually be a Batwoman Beyond. So, uh, oh, nice. That's a good little uh, twist. Might uh, that's just a rumor for right now. I'm not sure if it's going to happen, but that is uh, what's going around the rumor reel uh, right now. And then um, Walter Hamada, who is the uh, president of DC Films, um, last week actually said that Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League and the story is more of a cul-de-sac um, story, which means what he was kind of getting at, it's not really going to go anywhere. So um, once the Justice League is, uh, is comes out on HBO Max, that's the end of it. Um, yeah. They're basically this, doing the fan. They're doing the fans a service and getting this out because we wanted that. But uh, letting them know, don't expect anything else from Zack Snyder. And Zack Snyder even said, I think today or yesterday, that he is done with DC. Um, yeah, he has in no terms plans. of in terms of doing any you know superhero movies like that uh, in the in the near future. So kind of sucks, but it's a bittersweet thing. I'm glad to see that he gets his his shot at redoing. What was it? Essentially, his movie in the first place. Yeah. Well, I mean, with, with all these like up and coming directors, and I think people they're gonna take over. I think it's time for, and, and then Flashpoint is gonna be. I feel great movie. So, I mean, we're getting a new a new uh, DCEU, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, which I hope they still mention the fact that. The Zack Snyder uh, DCU still there, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's cool, though. Yeah, I mean, there's still. I, I'm sure they're still going to mention that because we're still going to have Wonder Woman, Aquaman, as Jason Momoa, you know, Jason Momoa. Um, you know, hopefully uh, Cavill comes back. Uh, that's still up in the air. Um, and then my last bit of news. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitz had a sit-down with Marvel Studios uh, about last week or two weeks ago, and uh, no word on what the conversation was about, what's really going to, what what that uh, entailed. But um, he may, we may be seeing him suited up as a superhero, supervillain, uh, sometime in the in I believe it's is it Phase Four we're at now, right? In Marvel, yes. in Marvel Universe. Uh, phase four, phase five. One of the we'll, we'll probably see him sometime down the line. Uh, does, that, does that excite you guys? Do you, uh, who do you see him playing? I, I, I want to hear uh, your guys' thoughts on that. Uh, I kind of see him as a villain, dude. Okay, he's probably he seems like he would do good in like an eccentric role or or something like that. Or but like they, there's they're leaning towards him being Reed Richards or something like that. I don't know if that's the case, but. That'd be cool too, because you could play that part. I could see him going that direction too. But a villain would be awesome, dude. And who doesn't want to fucking play a villain nowadays? So I think I think that would do good. What you guys think about Jordan, Jordan, uh, Gordon Levitt, Jordan Levitt, <laughs> Joseph Gordon Levitt? Yeah, fucking butch. I'm excited just to see him in, uh, just to see that he he had a sit down with them. Um, uh, to be honest, I have no idea. I, I can't right now. Can't picture him as anyone. Um, there's so many. Is a, a limitless amount of you know 
uh, heroes and, and villains that they can, you know, pull out of, uh, pull from the bottom of a pile, uh, if they, if they need to. Um, I don't know. I really don't know, uh, who I see him as. I mean, a lot of people are saying, you know, uh, Reed Richards, like you said, uh, me personally, I don't see him as that character. Uh, I think he'd be good as the human torch, dude. True. Mm-hmm. True, but I think the, I see the human torch more as like a younger guy, like in his 20s. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, you know, he's more, the human torch is more of a hothead, kind of like a loose cannon, uh, yeah. shit talker sure, and stuff sure. like that. Um, I mean, maybe a couple of years ago, yeah. But um, I don't know. I see what's his name as um, John Kazansky as uh, Mr. Fantastic. Oh. So yeah, um, that's, that's been that's been that's been floating around the last year or so. Uh, and, and, and Emily, Emily Blunt, uh, uh, Mr. Fantastic, and the Invisible Woman. But uh, you know, I, that's just what I've been seeing the last year, and, and I've kind of had that stuck in my head. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Whatever, whatever comes from that, I, I don't really care. Just to have him in the MCU, I'd love to have him in the in the uh, DCU. But, yeah, uh, you know, he would be perfect as Nightwing. For yeah, sure, cool. True. But yeah, that's it. Uh, that's the last of my news for me. I guess I got stuff uh, here. I got some. I don't know if Wes got to say this for me, but there's a live action Yu Yu Hakusho series in the works coming uh, from Netflix. That's a uh, it's basically an anime, and I think that that'd be interesting because it's basically the gist of the story is this teenager basically I don't know if this is ruining it, but he dies and he fucking goes to the spirit world, and then they use him to be a spirit detective, and I think that that has like a like a good little for live action would be dope to see. So that's I think that's dope. Yu Yu Hakusho series coming out there. Um, a live action series And that's one bit of my news um, What else We got bad news dude um, To go next We got Rip uh, MF Doom I don't know if Wes got to say this Because I think it happened in between Like last week and this week <laughs> But MF Doom just passed away uh, Icon for hip hop Yeah um, And that shit hit me And hit many others Um and some more bad news. We got uh, Dr. Dre said a brain aneurysm, basically. And With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, watch out for that man's health. We're losing people in uh, 2021 already. So hopefully people, these, these icons have good health. All of us have good health. And 
we were losing a lot of arts um, and stuff like that. So, and that's that's it for my new, news, dude. Just mostly bad stuff so far. That's <laughs> it, right? But uh, I'll pass it. Uh, I'll pass it to uh, Diego. Hi, I just want to continue a little sadness. Um, but uh, I wanted to shout out one of uh, one of my boys, and also like a, a really nice guy and a great uh, professional wrestler, uh, Brody Lee. Yeah, uh, passed away uh, almost two weeks ago uh, from uh, respiratory complications. Um, it wasn't through COVID; it was just uh, uh, he had a problem, and it sucks uh, to have one of these uh, genuinely. Uh, beautiful people that were in the business and gave a lot for the business and not only for for wrestling but he wanted to be a great father and I think he achieved that so um, shout out to him uh, shout out to him of doom you know um, we lost some good people in the last in the last uh, tier of 2020 so you know hopefully this year is a little bit better but that's the only thing. Yeah. The 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 movie lineup for this year should be dope, dude. Twenty twenty was stale for me, but I I saw the twenty twenty one lineup for movies it gives me hope. There's a there's a ray of uh, sunshine at the end of the storm. For sure. And what about Mr. Wesley? We got some news from you, bud. <clears throat> I was gonna bring up uh, uh, Dre as it just was announced um, just a couple hours ago I think uh, that's pretty shocking because since it's 2021 and then to have something you know like a, a pop culture icon go down like that even though I read more in, in, into it and he's uh, he's lucid right now and stable which is a, a good sign for him they're trying to figure out what uh, what caused it so Hopefully he pulls through. And then... Um, yes. What I thought was bizarre about the MF Doom passing is that his family kind of sat on it since October. That he passed away in October. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, the family chose to, to kind of keep it a secret, um, you know, for reasons beyond me. And it's really, I guess, none of our business. But um, shout out to MF Doom. A huge, huge influence in the hip-hop world, you know. Um, yes. I wanted to know, I don't think we've talked about this, I could be wrong, but uh, what do you guys think about Christian Bale being cast as the uh, villain in the new Thor film? Oh yeah, that that's gonna be dope, dude. Because he's already plays like a good, like, he could play a good bad guy, like, already. Uh, I think that's fun, dude. That's good for him, and he's on the Marvel page. Uh, yep. And he's always been good, dude. Like Christian Bale, like he's always into his roles, and I can see him really being a good villain. And I think it would be hard for Marvel to nerf him. Like I guess they nerf a lot of villains sometimes, and it'd be hard to nerf Christian Bale, dude. Because I heard he's very eccentric on set, dude. Like he gets so into it. So that's that's gonna be that's gonna be cool, man. I'm into that. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I've yeah. been excited since uh, since we heard that he, uh, the rumor that he was you know going to be joining the cast uh, as a as a um, unknown character. But uh, to see that he's probably going to be the main villain, I, I I'm excited for that. He's 
He's gonna do great, man. Bale uh, always pulls off those major roles. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what he brings to the table as far as a super villain or, or a villain is concerned. Especially because it's the, if I'm not mistaken, his first time really dipping his toes into a universe like that. And we all know Bale, if anybody's versatile, it's Christian Bale. So, you know, oh, yeah. it's going to, uh, this is going to be a great follow up to Ragnarok. I really, I'm pretty, yeah. now I'm really stoked. Yeah. This is definitely being, being seated as their greatest hit, dude, that's going to come out. Like, supposedly, like, everyone says that this is the movie for Marvel to bring to, well, after the, the end game, this should be the movie to, like, bring some more hype back, more hype back into it, you know? Yeah. And we got the WandaVision around the corner, so, like, literally, yeah, that's like, like, that's like dropping uh, this, this week, right? This Friday? Yes. Okay. Yes. Saturday? I can't wait for the acting in that one because, like, just the uh, bit, what's his name, Paul Bettany and uh, uh, Wilson are—they're—they're they're really good. They—they have a good chemistry for those characters. But yeah, dude, Christian Bale as a fucking villain in Marvel—I couldn't believe it. Also, I wanted to—I uh, wanted to bring up just a a funny little piece of side news. Uh, Billy Ellish uh, recently lost close to a hundred thousand followers. I believe it was on uh, Instagram after sh- sharing some uh, nude sketches that she had drawn. I think somebody asked, uh, like, share some personal sketches that you're that you're most proud of, and she posted the picture, and it's like uh, pictures of boobs and stuff. But they're all cartoon, cartoony, and silly, you know, like. What? doodles and uh so many people so she had i believe 73.4 million followers and then as soon as she posted that it went down to like 72 something (laughs) i think that's fucking like dude i'm like no one's ever did that no one's ever like did shit like that in school like no one Especially because, uh, you know, she's she's barely 19, so um, she's still uh, essentially, uh, a, you know, a kid in many forms, you know. And um, it's just kind of weird that that many people in their mind was like, oh, fuck Billy Eilish based on these doodles. <laughs> but uh, she, I think she even, she, go ahead, go ahead. I was like, it goes to show these hoes ain't loyal, dog. <laughs> They, um, and then, uh, she actually commented back, like, she posted about that and was like, laughing my ass off, y'all are a bunch of babies or whatever. I agree. I agree. I like the alias now. I'm gonna go follow her. (laughs) Oh, man. Bitch ass fools. Don't let it be the year of the bitch ass fool, please. Please, guys. Yeah, man, that that's too PC in my opinion. But you know, yeah. Also, she's did, did we forget that she's a woman? Like, it's not like yeah. it's not even like if a dude did this. Like, I don't know what's the issue. Like, what is like if to it? Me, wa- this, go ahead. It should be funny. It should be funny to people. Like, I guess women can't be themselves and like be free. If she if she thought shit like that and did it back then. Like why not, dude? Like we, I think we all do it, dude. Like eventually, and she has a personality, dude. So you, you kind of 
think she would do something like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, it's strange. People, people are weird, man. Just like the door sound. Yeah. <laughs> people are strange. <laughs> people are strange. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's all my news. Uh, short and sweet this week. If you want to move on to the Rex real quick. Oh, yeah. And now it's time for the weekly recommendations. All right, James. I'm pretty- All right. Um, so I, I'm going to go. Yeah, I think we pretty much have uh, <laughs> one of the same wrecks. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. We can talk about it when you guys get to it. But uh, Cobra Kai season three just dropped a couple of days ago. Of course. Uh, and freaking amazing. Uh, yes. It's funny. It's funny, though. I'm not going to spoil anything. But uh, about halfway through the se- this season, I think I watched the whole season about the last uh, maybe two or three days. But um, halfway through that season, I actually called what the last episode was going to be, what was going to happen. Um, I have a witness, uh, Alyssa. She was there. But um, yeah, I, I, this, this season was so dope. Um, it... it exceeded my expectations from uh, the first and second season I, I had just like I said before in previous episodes I had just started watching Cobra Kai I, I didn't jump on the bandwagon the bandwagon uh, you, know, it, you late to the party bro started, late to the party yeah, I, I didn't jump on the bandwagon bro I was like nah YouTube I'm not paying for that shit um, <laughs> I'll illegally stream that shit but I ain't paying for it <laughs> Um, but, uh, no, uh, I just, I actually probably within the last two months, I'd say I, uh, I finally got into the show since it came on the Netflix. Um, Jordan now really wants to watch the older ones with, uh, Danny LaRusso and then Mr. Miyagi. He wants to see the, the originals. So I think we're gonna probably have a, a movie day this weekend and, uh, uh, school him in some, uh, Miyagi-Do, uh, karate. <laughs> But um, that's my one wreck. And then I have one more, which is uh, American Gods. Um, the previous seasons are available on Stars right now. And then their third season is dropping this weekend as well. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Uh, hopefully it's as good as the first two. Um, check it out if you have Stars. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Um. Uh... I guess I'll go next. I got two wrecks. A uh, very simple one to start off with is Detective uh, Pikachu because I want to talk about how good, and also Sonic, how good those two movies for video games were. And I just want to like remind and say on the podcast that watch out for Hollywood, dude, because they're just cash grabbing on these sorts of things. And I hope, like, because we got Mortal Kombat coming out. They just announced the new Solid Snake. Everything from video games, and I just want like them to know to like to make this do this stuff right. You know what I mean? Like make the fans happy. Uh, don't do anything too weird, uh, and make awesome movies like Detective Pikachu and Sonic. And live up to expectation, you know, and try to please us, especially us like older gentlemen. There's more newer people even catching on to Hollywood not doing that good. I heard the Monster Hunter movie was trash. Still need to watch it to approve it myself. 
and um, you know that's that's why I wanted to wreck Detective Pikachu. Uh, my next wreck is taking a little a little cruise, and it's on HBO. It's David Lynch movie, and it's Mulholland Drive, dude. Oh. And uh, oh, yeah, nice. this movie's awesome because I want to talk about this because this movie's psyche. Uh, fucking mystery thriller, dude. And I saw this back then, like when I was super young, I like like seventeen or sixteen or something like that. And I forgot the name of this movie, and and it's so dope that it was on HBO, and I recognized the actors on their title on the when you pick it on HBO, and I was like, well, I watched this, dude, and I and I love that movie, dude, and I just wanted to wreck it this week as well. Mulholland Drive. I don't know. If only Wes has seen it, but it's it's a good 2001 early cult classic, dude, and it's fucking pretty dope and drama- dramatic and stuff like that, too. So, that's why uh, those are my two wrecks. Nice. And then we oh. pass it to, let's go to Wes. Let's, let's go a little backwards. Oh, nice. Alright, so I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna double wreck Cobra Kai because I've been on the bandwagon, asshole. <laughs> no, no, I love Cobra Kai. Um, this season, uh, just like James said, it doesn't disappoint. Uh, so much good action and choreography, and I really love where they took the the story. And um, even the finale was was amazing, uh, in my opinion. And uh, it's all about um, Eagle Fang Karate. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so please watch Cobra Kai season three if you haven't. I know it was, I don't know about now, but it was number one uh, in the ranks for Netflix. Um, when it, yeah, it, when, it still is. Nice. Very nice. I'm glad. Um, some nostalgia, something that uh, is nearing, you know, was 40 years of existence is still so sought after you know what i mean because it's hard to duplicate that kind of success when you do something like this it's not always going to work and i love that it was cobra kai because it was the an underdog story a huge risk and these guys are living it up and i can't i can't wait to see where they take it next so please watch that on netflix and then uh um Similar to Mulholland Drive, I watched uh, a brand new film that just came out a um, couple couple weeks ago. I think it became um, available a, a little film called Black Bear um, with uh, Aubrey Plaza. Um, a drop the mic favorite, I think. <laughs> Safe to say. Yeah. And then uh, the underrated and always amazing um, Chris Chris Abbott is also in it. And it's it's a movie that super plays with um, plays with reality and and film, where uh, Aubrey Plaza's character is this director slash writer, and uh, you know she's trying to make this film, and the lines of film and and reality are literally blurred throughout this, and it's super weird, anxiety riddled, but also very 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 good. Um, very good writing. I enjoyed it um, so much. It's it's super weird. Check it out, uh, Black Bear. I, you can't watch it anywhere streaming. Um, you have to. It's only VOD right now. 
from oh, okay. from what I know. But uh, I think it's only f- like maybe three ninety nine to rent. Um, Not bad. Yeah. So check it out, Black Bear. It's a worthy investment. And those are my two wrecks. Sick. Awesome, man. So I want to give two wrecks. One's from Disney Plus and one's from uh, uh, Netflix. Uh, the first one from Netflix actually is uh, just being at home during uh, during these last couple of days. I uh, went through the anime section on Netflix and actually found an uh, X-Men Netflix I, I, yeah, Netflix exclusive uh, anime series. It's really dope. I never, uh, I've never seen it or heard of it or even like, no knows whatsoever. Uh, and it's really good, really written, really good. Uh, the animation, of course, is done by Japanese, so it's really amazing. Uh, yeah, go check it out, guys. Uh, it's like it's streaming on Netflix right now. Um, and then the other one, which is surprising to me which I love and I watched it on my own and don't judge me but Soul Soul was really oh, okay. nice it was a really good movie um, I was pleasantly surprised by Jamie Foxx's performance uh, it was actually recommended by one of my co-workers and I really loved it I, I fell in love with it it's probably my favorite Pixar movie really? yes um yeah, it definitely gives you a really good life lesson. I think uh, I think that's why I fell in love with it so yeah. uh, eagerly, especially as an adult. Um, I think kids are gonna like it more for the animation, but you know the message that you get from um, from the movie is kind of is very powerful. So if you guys haven't seen it, it's been out. I think it came out also on Christmas, along with uh, with Wonder Woman. Uh, if you have if you have Disney Plus, please go check it out. Uh, really, one of those movies that's a heartwarming movie, and it really talks about you know life in general. Uh, so go check it out. Soul on Disney Plus and X Men on uh, Netflix. Yeah, nice, anime, man. anime, anime version, <laughs> not the is regular it American X-Men. anime. Like, uh, or is it like? No, it's it's straight Japanese anime, dude. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, like 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 I the think, yeah, you can I put think, it even to put it in Japanese and shit with your subtitles. Oh, really? Because I, I I seen that and I was so confused and I was like, should I take a chance? And then no, I just skipped yeah. over it, bro. But you know, no, dude. It, it honestly, I was I was the same way. I was like, what the fuck is this? So when I watched it. Um, it definitely impressed me, dude. I definitely, um, I love what they did with this. I don't even know how they got the rights to to even come out with this shit, but it's dope, dude. Huh, very nice. I, I gotta check that out. <laughs> Been looking for, like, some new animes. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> so, but yeah, guys, those are my two wrecks. Very Sick, dude. nice. Now for the movie focus of the week. Alright, so this week we're talking about the photograph. It's rated PG 13. It's from uh, 20, 2020. Yeah. Uh, it's a drama slash romance film. It runs at 1 hour 47 minutes and it's got a uh, 74 on Rotten. 
uh, written dir- and directed by Stella McGeehee, starring Issa Rae, Lakeith Stanfield, Shante Adams, Ian Noel, Jasmine, and Jasmine Jones. Um, the film follows two timelines, both past and present. A curator uncovers the past life of her estranged mother while starting to fall for the journalist who's also covering the story of her mother. The parallels of her, of her mother's past relationship um, suddenly become realized. Uh, the photograph was released back in February of 2020 for Valentine's Day. Although the film did strike a positive chord with audiences, it failed to bring in a huge box office draw. In its second week, its numbers dropped significantly. I think I read that it was like um, within the 25 films, like to have like uh, the craziest like um, drops ever. It's wow. number yeah, in twenty five and number twenty five in history, which is which is insane. Um, although the film is a tad slow in parts, the chemistry between all of the characters is undeniable, and the positive portrayal of black love is something the world needs to see more. The photograph takes its time with its story and does so in a very elegant and fun way, much like love and basketball. It's smart and wholehearted in its attempt to. Dis- Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details the generational effect that parents can really have on their kids and their future. Thank you. Nice. Nice. And well put. <clears throat> um, so. Yeah, Diego. <laughs> <laughs> tell us, uh, tell ahead. us, tell us what made you want to pick this film. I know you're obviously a, a photographer and you're infatuated with that culture. So what drew you, besides that, what drew you to this piece, and why did you want to share it with us? I actually, to be honest, um, it wasn't my first choice. I know we had talked about it uh, maybe like two or three weeks before uh, we did the show, and uh, I remember I had told you I wanted to do Closer, but... um, Closer, I think, had just left HBO Max and and it went over to Pluto TV and I didn't want to make everybody like just get the app or whatever. So I'll wait till like it gets on a on a major streaming service so we could do that. Uh, but I actually stumbled upon this that day, that night afterwards. Um, and I had really I, I didn't know what it was. I didn't watch the trailer. I was just like. The photo. I was like, who names the movie The Photograph? So I started playing it and I honestly um, fell in love with it the first time I saw it. Um, And it was genuine, it genuinely speaks to me in the sense where, like, I get what, um, I get the, I get the sense of, like, what the what uh, the mother's uh, main ca- the main character's mother 
what she was talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you obsess with with the thing that you're passionate about and you forget that there's another world out there, you know? And you have to def- you have you kind of have to detach yourself from your passion at times, you know, to actually enjoy the the work of your labor, you know? And and that was that was something that's been happening to me these last couple of months. Especially, especially during my my birthday month, especially through November, um, you know, kind of detaching myself from like uh, from photographing and, and even in, during December, um, and just enjoying life. You know, it's uh, been something that I've been just doing for the last three years almost, and the fact that I, I sometimes I don't uh, see. Uh, or don't enjoy the fruits of my labor. So for me, it spoke a lot in a different sense and also like, you know, enjoying somebody that really wants to be with you, you know? Um, and that's kind of like what I think I fell in love with this movie because of that, because of the storyline. Also, it was really great to see uh, an appreciation for film photography, which a lot of people... Uh, Nowadays, with digital cameras, it's kind of uh, taken its own backseat. But, like, you know, I think even people that are younger than me are taking up more of the film uh, side of, of photography, which is great because I love seeing um, I love seeing vintage cameras getting uh, used, you know. And it proves to you and to everybody else that you don't really need a $2,000 camera to take a really good picture. You could just use your iPhone, you could use anything, you know, to take a beautiful picture. And, you know, it tells, and every photo tells a story. So that's why I, I love, uh, I wanted to pick this over closer. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's what I, uh, I was hoping that uh, that would come across. Yeah, dude. That's awesome because I had the same thoughts uh, about the film. I was like, oh, how's this? How's this relate for Diego? And I can see how the, you said the mother relates kind of to you when you're doing your work, you know, your, your hobby, your, the thing you use your OnlyFans for and shit like that. And uh, I, I was like, yeah, dude, like, I hope like Diego isn't getting lost like that, dude, because it seems like a bad, it seems like a real tragedy. For the mother too So I was like Damn dude Don't go that route You know what I mean Yeah uh, So I was like Holy shit And this I, For me uh, Just in the movie In general And I don't And it's a PG-13 And I don't watch These kinds of movies You know what I mean So yeah. like uh, And I thought It was really wonderful Dude that you picked this uh, Because And to enter 2021 20, In a more Peaceful. Drama Dramatic <laughs> And love note Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good, dude. We we gotta have these once in a while. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, dude. Uh, my my thoughts of the movie were like it's a good drama uh, for you to start this year off with this. Um, and my other take on this is that I love uh, what's that actor, dude? Little Ray Howie, dude. That guy is fucking hilarious. I don't know why his subtlety <laughs> yeah. in his movies are great, dude. Like I don't know. <laughs> He, he was good in uh, Get Out, too, dude. He was having me dying, dude. I hope to see more from that guy, especially since I saw this one. And it's a PG-13. 
and I thought they did really well too. And I want to take that that most fee, uh, like uh, uh, African American love movies usually have a lot of violence in them sometimes too. And this didn't uh-huh. this didn't do any of that, and and they did it really well. You know what I mean? Uh, it felt it felt like a good change. That's yeah. to me to me what I saw. Like I've seen like. Um, and that's what, like, I think most of the time, um, I love seeing sometimes um, Latino movies, and then sometimes uh, these romantic Latino movies kind of turn me off because of the same thing with violence. But this one, it got a really, it, it made a good approach and kind of got rid of the stigma of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, dude. And I, I thought that was wonderful, dude. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Robert Glasker, Glasper. Who made the? Uh, he's an American pianist that did the the soundtracks for this movie, dude. Which Amazing. are really well done, dude. Uh, yeah. And I can relate to him, dude, because he he's a I play piano, dude. I mostly do a lot of beats with my fingers and melodies and shit. So like, I could I was like, damn, that's awesome. Like, I'm just seeing from Black Dynamite to this one how awesome being a co- composer could be. You know what I mean? That shit's really cool. And uh, like Wes said, the uh, all the actors have really great, great chemistry. Um, I also love uh, Isa Ray, dude. She looks so fun to work with, and not the same like a dirtbag. Like I think she looks good, but she fucking uh, she looks like just a fun actor. And, and I don't know, man. Like they they had a good cast for this type of movie, too. Yes, I agree. They all shined, and uh, Lakeith Stanfield. You gotta give it to that guy. He could play a good. He just nails his roles too. That, that that guy, he's like great in everything. He's a goat, dude. He's a fucking goat. Literally. That guy. That guy. That guy is fucking amazing, dude. Yeah, he is, dude. I hope to see more from all these actors, dude. It seems like they're all just fleshing out. Uh, since, since Corona is slowing things down, did you? Uh, not to get away from the movie, but they're talking about halting. I think this just came out like halting uh, movies and stuff, dude. Like take down the sets and because of COVID and shit like that. Did you guys not see that? It, it, it was like a new order by like the government or something. I think they're moving. That's why a lot of uh, movies are going over to England or New Zealand or even Australia. Yeah, that'd actually be awesome because they have beautiful places. There's more places than than just America, you know. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's hear, uh, let's hear, uh, uh, J- uh James, you want to go? Let's yeah. hear your take uh, on this. Um, no, I really, I, I like, um, like both of you said in, uh, in your little reviews, uh, it, I really did enjoy the, the entire cast of this. I really did want to see more of, um, uh, what was he, his, his best friend and, and his wife, uh, the, his, that couple that he spent the night with and, um, it's his brother, right? Is it his brother? Yeah. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed like the interaction with them. Whenever he, you know, whenever he's in in the interaction, uh, having conversations with them, it's always really funny. Like you said, the little subtleties and and little one liners that he does are just hilarious. Um, other than that, I think it was really good, and I do like the um, the similarities between her mom's her mom's like history with love and and relationships and how it kind of affected her um subconsciously or or, you know not even really 
because she said she didn't really even like know her mom like that well you know uh with all these secrets and stuff but just how that kind of carries on um to your younger um to your kids your offspring and i thought that was pretty cool of uh, and how she kind of she kind of breaks the cycle um at the end of the movie when she takes that that step of uh going to london and even buying a a, a ticket to uh kendrick lamar to go uh to go see it with him who she she said uh she can't stand him but i thought that was pretty cool um that was funny though yeah um I think uh, I really enjoyed this one. I, Lakeith, Lakeith uh, Stanfield was great in this. I think uh, I don't like like we've, we've all said he, he's kind of really he's really finding his groove uh, in these last couple of movies that he's been doing, and yeah. also in uh, uh, in ATL, ATL, what's it called? Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. Um, in Atlanta, um, he's great in that. It's. Uh, He's just—he's—I feel like he's underrated as an actor, and yeah. I want to say he feels that way too because he's always talking shit about Hollywood, which is hilarious on Instagram. Um, I love seeing—I <laughs> love seeing him start drama and stuff because it's funny. Uh, he's a very, very smart guy, and um, yeah. he holds himself to a high standard, and he—he uh, he knows what he's worth, and he—he uh, he goes for it. And uh, same thing with Issa. I love uh, I love her show on uh, HBO. Is it on HBO, Wes? Uh, yes, Insecure. Insecure, yeah. Her, that show is amazing. Um, if you haven't seen that, that's a bonus rec. Go and watch that because that show is yeah. uh, that show is great. Um, but I mean, this was a this was a great pick, uh, Diego. I really did enjoy this. I wasn't sure if I was gonna like it. Um, <laughs> uh, I just just watched it. I just watched the trailer and I was like, okay. I mean. It seems like a romantic movie. Um, I thought it was going to be extremely slow. It didn't seem slow to me. I know some people would say that it's it's kind of uh, drags on. Uh, I can see where some people would say that because I was I was reading some reviews. Um, but I don't know. It felt really good, really well paced. Yeah. I think, um, and I like the the twist at the end, or you know, towards the last act where. Uh, she finds out spoilers that that um, that you know the guy that he's that like he Stanfield's uh, doing the story on is is Issa's um, father. Yeah, that, that was really that was good. Really cool. Yeah, uh, and um, yeah, so I, I really I was gonna say one. yeah, like the Keith Stanfield from like a like a guy's point of view, like um, trying to be in relationships and shit is really relatable, dude. You know that shit was. I was like, "Holy shit, dude!" Like, I feel like I've done this. <laughs> you know. What I mean? <laughs> so, like, yeah, but yeah, I thought that was really good. And I feel like they do good on both sides for both genders. That they ha- we all have like an, an issue, and and it's better to get through it together than think we can handle the world alone and shit. You know what I mean? And that I think that's one one kind of the theme of the movie was. You, you kind of don't get that really but you kind of feel for it because um, with Lakeith and he he's uh, he leaves women all the time or something like that and and uh, and he's just not happy dude but then he finds a glimpse of happiness dude and I could totally relate to that dude and it's happened a few times doesn't fairly last but you know it's good that it does you know what I mean so I, yeah. I found that 
really good in the story. What about you, Wes? Um, so like you, James, uh, I wasn't sure if I was gonna like this. I I remember seeing the trailers in the 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 theater, and I was like, I thought it was peculiar that these um these two stars because they're not really known for this kind of work that it was peculiar that they you know that they did something like this but having sit down and 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 checking it out i i was i was really impressed i thought it was so good i and i loved that Issa ray and uh, lakeith stanfield are kind of playing 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 against their their archetype you know what they're mm-hmm. they've kind of been known for and they're super graceful in both of their performances. You completely buy them falling for each other. Um, I love when you go you you go back in time and you see the kind of uh, the trauma that her mom went with um, with her own mom, and you know this kind of um, situation that every um, culture can kind of relate to, where you know when your your family doesn't necessarily um approve of the person that you want that you want to be with you know what i mean yeah not and not only that but then it also tackles well um what you know once you get to that point with that person and they're content with just living a normal life uh do you choose your career and you go you know go down another path and and do you you know leave that potentially your soulmate behind and put your career first or do you settle you know and that's a tough uh that's a tough thing you know to to kind of um to walk through and uh and navigate through and it's super relatable but then i feel like the way that they grounded it in um in black culture was amazing because we don't get that too often, especially as you guys said, there's no violence, there's no um, really uh, weird stuff going on that you wouldn't put, you know, normally see in something. Not maybe not like a romantic movie, but normally there's some something that happens, some kind of tragedy, and with this, the the tragedy and the stuff that happens is all normal, you know, where it's like. Uh, you know, cancer or um, reg like regular like a, a job across you know the sea. Yeah, separation and stuff like yeah. that. So it's all you know problems that find the through line through the culture, but it's so done so well here. And um, yeah, kudos to everyone. I love the like Tiny was saying. I love the the soundtrack. It goes well, and I feel like that they targeted um valentine's day for this was perfect i you know if i had to put up a guess why it maybe didn't uh fare so well it did open against sonic the hedgehog fantasy island and downhill so maybe it was just um uh, i kind of got lost lost in the shuffle with um some you know stuff like that but um overall uh a great film um, yeah. you know well one thing about um about like how you're saying with like you know black couples in, in movies at least being portrayed in movies you don't get to see them um at least in the majority of the ones that I've seen they're not um 
success. It's not like they're not like a successful family, um, in like a successful situation. Like you know, like his brother, they were in a you know in a in a great place in in, in their careers. Uh, they are both you know in a stable relationship. They have two kids. They're not divorced. They're not you know. There's not like a. Um, you know what I mean? It's just it, it's it was really refreshing. Yeah, it's finally portraying black people you know the right way it, for a, a good example and i just uh this came on at work and um the 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 women's version of ghostbusters how the, yeah. the you know the the scientists are all uh successful you know white women and then they hire the you know the african american girl as their like the street savvy um, driver, you know what I mean? That's the only yeah. reason why she gets to be a part of the crew. And when you look at that in retrospect, it's kind of disrespectful, you know, because you had a big writing room sitting there writing this script and thought that that was okay, you know what I mean? And that's super weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's me just being too PC or, or, or whatnot, but, you know, I thought it was a good um, comparison or juxtaposition to this film where we don't see any of that and the they're portrayed as normal people as they are and you know it's a it's a great thing yeah very positive like, like i said it's kind of it's kind of weird to see a movie like this you know <clears throat> especially because um i think uh black cinema sometimes gets a stigma from the mainstream and it's surprise it's shocked really good you know that's that's with like you know I feel picking this movie was the right thing to do especially during like uh, especially opening up uh, 2021 with a good note you know yeah yeah, yeah. But, uh, what uh, who's your favorite character for me um, May is really good I thought she was uh Yeah. She's a fun character. And the uh the kind of internal struggle that she goes through throughout the film trying to figure everything out is um I thought she did a really good job, you know, because she hasn't really uh been tested as much as an actor she usually goes for you know insecure she's writing it so of course she's gonna fucking kill that you know what i mean just like lena dunham yeah. did with girls like it's the it's the same thing like you just know your own material it's it's it comes easy and then she's done a you know a few um comedies recently uh where she's she's just having fun but this i feel like she really got to show her chops so i i'm gonna say for me it's may yeah, yeah. I would say May, but to uh, for the comedy relief, even if it wasn't for too long, a little Ray Howard he did. He played like a good cheesy father, yeah. like, and they didn't make him seem like I said the PG and non too crazy made him seem like a good guy, dude. Like, and they didn't do something absurd like we've been talking about with black cinema. You know what I mean? So that it's fun. It was a fun like movie, family movie. You could watch it with the family. I mean, the kids would get bored, but maybe the the parents would dig it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I have to say, Michael uh, was my favorite character. I felt like he um, 
he really showed a lot of swag without without speaking all that much if that makes sense true he was just like that cool that cool co-worker you have you know I like how he how he's looking out for his boy too um, Andy yeah um, yeah. He's like, you know, he's like, you know, I'm leaving, so uh, I want you to do one thing, you know, promote Andy. And she's like, no, no. <laughs> um, but I, I thought that was really cool of him to do that and, and kind of look out for his buddy before he kind of uh, was gone and it didn't have his back anymore, really. And that's cool, man. That's like, you know, that's a person that really cares about, you know, their their fellow man. Yeah. That's why. That's why his Luke. character spoke a lot. Spoke a lot to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd want to say probably uh, Isaac, both both uh, versions. So um, the the one where um, you know he's in the past, and then the older one where he's uh, where he meets his daughter May. But um, I felt I really felt for the guy when he he you know when May shows up and she says, "Oh hey, I'm I'm uh, you know I'm um, I'm May Morton. I'm uh, Christina Ames's." You know, a daughter, um, and then he kind of looks over. He looks at her, and you can kind of see this glimmer of hope. And he's like, "Oh, is uh, is Christina here?" And then she's like, yeah. "No, he, you know, she passed away uh, a month ago, or I think, I think that's what she said, yeah. uh, a yeah. month ago." And then he kind of, you see, like he's kind of like, "Oh, like, damn." Um, and then he ends up finding out that you know that that's, that that his daughter. But I really, he still held on to her, and then he kind of. He, uh, he knew in the back of his mind uh, that May was his daughter or he had some type of you know um, thought that uh, she was his daughter but was just just too afraid to ask when uh, he had saw her when she was like four years old so I thought that yeah. was pretty cool I like his story and uh, how he was just he was content on on just living how he lived as a you know a fisherman or a boatman whatever he was um and, and living his life yeah he was a faithful guy dude like he uh, was gonna he was gonna marry uh was it Christina Adams uh, yeah Christina Ames he was, gonna, he was he was gonna marry her but since she dipped out on him he got married three months after to someone else dude he just wanted to tie it up so I guess you know her like like her work got in the way dude and ruined that opportunity dude so I don't know I That's, think that I th- was so good dude like i don't know i think um, or, i think he got go he got uh, i'm sorry to cut you off bro yeah, yeah go ahead but yeah i think that he just got um he got super discouraged and was like yo like she went to new york she's not coming back you know what i mean like there's yeah. there's yeah. no but fucking her, her, her best friend even says like you know he waited for you for two months and you know you didn't call you didn't do anything so he just went with uh, whoever that girl was who was waiting at the docks every day for him. Yeah. And and I think that's like a lesson um, even for, for in general for people that like, you know, they're kind of scared of like, especially with uh, if you if you're thinking about what other people are going to are going to say if I marry this guy or if I'm with this guy, you know. I think like they gave that insinuate like about her mom, you know, like her mom was very like what like you know his daddy doesn't have nothing, he he's not gonna have nothing either, and that was like started kind of like playing with her head, you know, 
like playing with like saying like damn so like if I marry this guy I'm not gonna be nothing either so even though he helped even though he helped her like build a, a dark room in the back you know like helped her like with her photography be be a model for her you know um I just feel like like this was like um like a typical like that it felt like it was the, like a role reversal now in film you know where like the guy leaves and then comes back and the girl's married to somebody else and yeah. I love the fact that that dynamic change and there was a female leaving and and a male waiting for her but you know he she comes back that he's married to somebody else yeah the genders kind of the gender swipped a, a swap like yeah. she left which uh, I was like, and then Lakeith yeah. left, dude. And so that was a good little touch, dude. And the movie had yeah. so so many good touches. It, it was so much, so much progressive. I love the men in this movie are very progressive. That's what I I got away I got away from from um, from that too. That um, the the actual um, movie has a lot of male uh, progressiveness, you know. Yeah, in that there. Um, uh, treating treating women with respect. There's no disrespect on either end, which is another great thing to see. And uh, one thing I wanted to point out before I forget: um, Would you guys agree that I feel like um, uh, Stella, the writer director, really tapped in um, to like uh, Nicholas Sparks uh, type tropes? Flip, you know, but flipped them on their head and wrote it from the like uh, the POC, you know, um, point of view. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, totally agree. So, what would you guys give the, this movie? I'd probably give it like a um, mid to high sevens, so you know, seven point five or you know, around there. Um, no, no disrespecting it, you know. Um, but um, I'd probably watch it again. Uh, I watched it on my own, so I'd, I'd probably watch it with Alyssa, and then and, uh, I think she'd enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. I give it an eight. Okay, for sure. Everything, everything was kind of good. I, I wish I, I wish I could see more. Um, more of these progressive uh, movies oh yeah uh, showing off you know I think definitely this was the right the right step forward yeah uh, I'll, I'll give it a 7 dude that's high for me because I don't like I said I don't watch these types of films as much so yeah dude I think it deserves a solid 7 um, and it was good for PG-13 dude and uh, I think I think a solid 7 does as well yeah, I would. Uh, I would say an eight. Probably between a uh, yeah, like a seven point five and an eight, yeah. somewhere in yeah. between there. Definitely agree. Definitely agree. Uh, I will say that this was probably the better drama film I've seen in a while. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of low key. I'm kind of glad that I chose this one instead of closer. I didn't want to depress anybody. Because <laughs> it's pretty fucking depressing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, 
I remember, so a little backstory. I remember Wesley was texting me and I was at, uh, I was at my friend's house and I was hanging out with some of my coworkers. And I remember I was like, I just asked, I was like, wait, I, have, I don't know what movie I should choose. And the first thing that came into my mind, because I was, I was hanging out with one of my best friends, like, oh, why don't you do Closer? And I remember <laughs> I texted Wesley and I was like, hey, why don't we do Closer? And then Wesley was like, damn, you're trying to end the year with on a sad note. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, I was just laughing about it. And then I was like, saw this. Luckily, I saw this movie and I changed my mind. I was like, nah, I want to do this one instead. Closer would have been too easy and still as much depressing. You know yes. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, very good pick, man. I I congratulate you on picking to start the year off on a drama note. The drama love story. And it's still not that bad of a drama film. So yeah, dude, that's pretty different. The two of you are starring in this illustrious romantic film. Obviously, people always say they haven't seen a good romantic film since they maintain their favorite film. But, you know, we watch a lot of movies. We watch TV shows. So, going into this, what did you want to do with this movie that you had not seen recently? I think I wanted to be a part of a portrait that was, um, uh, that existed in a world of calm and a world without some of the worries that seem to accompany a lot of black skin on cinema. Uh, I wanted to live in a neutral world. I, I mean, I wanted to have a shot at love in a neutral way, mm. and that didn't that didn't have to be influenced by trauma. And so I think this was an opportunity to live in that space and come from that space. And you know, I know uh, us calling on our ancestors and stuff evokes certain images, but sometimes our an ancestors were just people that were in love like us. You know, and oftentimes I think there's more. Uh, that that's less looked at and it's more of just always the, the, the negative stuff and so yeah I wanted to have an opportunity to breathe and to love you know you know you take on a role and I like to ask everybody when they take on a role they see themselves in a the character what part of each the characters you're playing do you see yourselves in for May specifically her inability to be, to be vulnerable because of what she had experienced in her past the relationship with her mother um, is something that I identify with I think there's sometimes is I, I I viewed it in the past mistakenly so that it is weak to be vulnerable. I think it's always expected of women to to be that way. And for me, I, I tend to be more guarded, and that's something that I'm I'm working on. Uh, and so, I for sure, identified with her and her need to overcome that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, what part of your of your mic is you? Yeah. Uh, well, Michael's ambition, his ambition to want to see through what he set out to do. And uh, I, I definitely feel that. And I also feel his, like, love at first sight type. <laughs> yeah, you know, because I am very, like, I'm just going to tell you, like, yo, I love you. I don't care. Like, I don't have to have experienced anything. I just I love your soul. And he sort of has that and in his DNA. And so I, I felt that. And also his... Um, sort of longing for the beauty of things and like wanting to see the beauty of things and interested in lives of people and stories and like obviously I am that's why I'm playing characters like my love for humanity um, I think I kind of feel with him a lot of times when you see these romantic films you, you watch as love is challenged by life goals and there's a little bit of that in this movie so the question goes can love outweigh it or does it need to 
I think passion is passion, and I think if you can find a way to to work with the passion that you have for your work and to find a partner who respects that and works kind of in conjunction with that, I think that's the ideal scenario. Um, I think that's what so many people strive for, and that's the beautiful marriage to be able to to, to do what you love and do who you love, you know, mm-hmm. at the same time. It is it is a Tiny's pick this week. <laughs> uh, uh, well, uh, me, I told Wes what I wanted to do, and I think it'd be a good, fun roller coaster. As simple, I think it's simple, and I love these kinds of movies. Uh, and it's a Guy Ritchie movie, so oh. uh, so I'm gonna do Lock, Stock, <laughs> and Two Smoking Barrels. Mm. If you haven't seen it or never right. heard of it, I don't, um, it should be fun, dude. Heist movie. Lots of one-liners and jokes all around. Hilarious. Uh, I think you guys are going to have fun, dude. Uh, a different pace, dude, uh, compared to this week. And uh, I think we're going to have a ball, dude. And we should find at least something funny. We'll see what happens, dude. But it should be good, dude. I think you guys nice. will like it. Nice. Have you seen it? And who hasn't seen it? Uh, I don't think I've seen it. Oh, sick. Uh, to find it? I thought I saw it uh, for three ninety nine on um, is it Amazon? Um, but other than that, I haven't seen it on too many other platforms. It used to run on Netflix and, uh, and Hulu, but I have the DVD, so I can just do that. I, I, I like how Tiny always says that he's like, "Oh, I can watch it, so fuck all of you." <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you almost like need to find your way, <laughs> you know? But yeah, dude, I, yeah, I, look, I read it. Um, you got ways to watch it for free. Fuck it. Uh, but yeah, dude, I, I think we're gonna have fun next week, dude. Um, it's gonna be a ball. It's very harsh in language too, so get ready for that. If you're gonna watch it somehow with the kids or by yourself, uh, James, I'll say this uh, for uh, anybody. If anybody here or or listening is uh, a fan of Snatch and you haven't seen Lockstock, highly recommend checking out Lockstock. If you're a fan of Guy Ritchie. Uh, that was a really good movie. I just haven't seen. I, ha- I haven't seen this one. I've seen Snatch like a million times. All right, cool. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, this this would be for you if you like Snatch, dude. So, hell yeah. Uh, like wait. Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. Sky Ritchie's films are pretty much for the most part really good. Yeah, you're gonna see some like iffy things, but like I think I think the iffy things like just happened, dude, and you know how English the the UK and London are and they, they're pretty wild people dude <laughs> so oh, yeah. the uh, UK strain man <laughs> yeah dude uh, I know that's not funny that's but I had to I had to say it what for the next <laughs> episode that's a good one you're sick Wes you're sick <laughs> <laughs> it's on Prime by the way oh, okay awesome look it up Sick. Thanks for covering that. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, dude. I can't wait till next week, dude. And usually, I always throw the fucking knuckleball. So, uh, hopefully, it does well for you guys. Uh, but yeah, uh, what? Well, anything else going on, guys? I think that concludes the photograph. That's it. We just got to uh, got to drop that infamous uh, question on James before he has to get out of here real quick. Yeah, me too, bro. So, hey, James. What's up? Uh, where can these people find us? I'm glad you asked, sir. Um, 
So there's a, a number of platforms you can find us on, uh, such as iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, uh, Sodes, um, YouTube, uh, a, a bunch of things. If you can find a podcast on there, we're probably on there as well. Uh, so if you have the time, please give us a thumbs up, a five stars, positive review if you have the time. Share us with your friends, your coworkers, your family members. If, uh, if you think that they're going to like this stuff that we cover, um, you know, pass it along to them. Uh, we have over how many episodes now, Wes? Is it uh, 300? Uh, two, 202. 200, 200, 202. Sorry, I'm a little ahead of myself. Uh, <laughs> 200, uh, 200 episodes. That's uh, pretty crazy. Four, so, uh, four years. Go. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> we got a bunch of uh, a bunch of episodes you can check out. Uh, if this isn't to your liking, we have 200, 200 other episodes you can look at and uh, and, and search through those. But um, we also have an Instagram where you can contact us there. If you like our our, our movies, you can tell us uh, on there as well. So uh, it's at drop the mic underscore podcast. Uh, me and Wes are both attached to that. You can comment on our weekly recs that we post up there, our movie focus of the week. Um, you can tell us if you love the movie that we're doing, if you hate the movie, if uh, you think we're doing a horrible job at reviewing movies. And it's totally up to you. <laughs> but um, hopefully that's not the case. Um, and if you don't want to be so uh, public about, you know, conversating about the things you love, such as movies like us, you can uh, DM us and uh, request the movie through there. I actually do have a, a request for a future movie. I'm not going to get into it right now, but I'll, I'll talk to Wes about it. Um, hopefully we can get that in sometime in the next couple episodes. And um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Very nice. Nice, nice. I also want to want to say real quick a uh, big shout out to uh, our body Chris Pollock for sitting in on the last two episodes um the year end show which is uh which was a great one we talked about what me and him watched and what we loved from 2020 and and the year uh like a retrospective of what happened in the year so it's uh, very enlightening hopefully everyone's enjoying that and then for christmas we did we re- reviewed uh batman returns which was also a whole lot of fun you know sitting in on a show with him super intimidating guy and i'm just a spectator uh we're not worthy i just want to say that real quick <laughs> shout out to chris pollock thank you so much love you man nice oh yeah shout out to yeah, yeah. good episode yeah, man, if you got six hours to kill, Yeah, I listened to the Christmas one. I do disagree with the, the Ready Player One kind of hate on it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, fuck it, dude. <laughs> it's all right. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Very yeah, up- guys, that, yeah. that's a good episode. Thank you, thank you. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for uh, you know coming back and, and sitting down to do with the do this episode with Diego and I. We appreciate you, you know, with everything going on. Um, I'm glad everyone's able to make you know time in their schedule still uh, to do this podcast and keep it oh, alive. Yeah. So, thank you, each one of you. Uh, thank, thank you, you for providing yeah, you too, man. Here. Thank you for thank you for everything you, as well. Standing up the time to be honest. Yeah. 
And thank you for the for the nice uh, vacation, the little two week break we got. <laughs> no. Uh, and then also to uh, to Chris for holding down the fort. Uh, we know with you. Yeah. Uh, keeping it interesting. That, Always appreciate it when he's on. That he does, man. <laughs> that he does. Yeah. <laughs> Guess until until next time. Until yeah. next time, yeah. gentlemen. For uh, lock stock. All right. Oh yeah. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Let's go. So, uh, good fight. Good night. Don't you want more than this? What do you mean? More than what we have. No. I want you. I want to be married to you. I'm not ready to get married. What more do you want? I want people to know who I am. Admire my photographs. I love you, but my greatest accomplishment each day cannot be cooking your dinner. I have never understood how to make you happy. What if we move? Where? New York! I can't see myself there. I can't stay here anymore. Where does that leave us?